Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, uh, Halloween edition of the Hurricane Hotline. It's not dark yet, so I don't know that the trick-or-treaters are out just yet. We do have a, uh, a real trickster and treater uh, with us here tonight, and that's my broadcast partner, Don Bailey Jr., who is probably already dressed up as some kind of vampire. Good idea. That's a good idea, Joe. That is I, idea. I always went as a vampire. It was easy. Did you? Yeah, it was easy. Yeah. I don't remember what I went <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Batman, Batman, probably. Something like that. You, you could go to the drugstore and they had this like little vampire kit. You know, you could like put some kind of, I don't know, makeup or something on your face. And they gave you those fake fangs and and some kind of god awful stuff. I like, they they you put in your I mouth for, about those for, fake, for the, blood. The, yeah, the fake fangs. Yeah. I forgot about the fake fangs. Yeah. So meanwhile, Joe Rose doesn't live far from me. He's getting ready to scare everybody, and I'm just hoping that we have a couple of a couple of uh, trick-or-treaters. Our neighborhood, I think the kids, you know, they, they all grew up. Plus, we live on an acre, so it's a bit of a trek from house to house. Yeah, they don't want to work that hard. I offered to go out there and help Joe with his trick-or-treating tonight, but he didn't. He, I was going to give up. Uh, I was going to give up my pickleball tournament tonight to go help him out. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, we'll have news on this in about five minutes. The World Series might be canceled tonight because of rain. So I'm just letting our right. listeners know it's raining in Philadelphia. Well, that means you'll get a good night's sleep tonight, and you don't have to you don't have to stay up all night watching your Phillies. I'm glad I didn't buy one of those four thousand dollar tickets behind behind the dugout. Yeah, you know what? You're right. See, it paid off. Standing room only is going for like eight hundred bucks. Can you believe that? You know, Joe, I am. Uh, I would believe it. I, I'm glad to hear it for baseball. I, I, that that lets me know that a lot of people are still interested in the sport. And if you love it, you'll pay to go see it. Well, speaking of crowds and speaking of loving it and going to see it. You gotta love Miami and Florida State, no matter what. And it's coming up Saturday at seven thirty, so I hope that place is rocking. I just take the approach of, I know one team is five and three. I know one team is four and four. I know the cliche is throw the records out, but uh, I would just say this: if you're a Florida State fan, if you're a Miami fan, this becomes your Super Bowl, right? You know, this is your Super Bowl this week. It's the one, the one getting now. I, I get it. Florida State gets Florida at the end of the year. Uh, but and Miami gets Clemson, but in terms of uh, you know wanting to win one and making your season, this is the one. 
Yeah, it really is. And what a what a great rivalry it's been. I mean, I, I think that's the the beauty of it. And everybody at Florida State and everybody at the University of Miami really have to thank uh, Bobby Bowden and Howard Schnellenberger for for making this thing happen. They're, those two guys. I mean, it, it, believe me, before Coach Bowden and Coach Schnellenberger. Uh, or at the school, at the universities, it was a big deal then. But they really brought it uh, into fruition, and they they brought the national attention to it. And then, you know, and then for quite a while, Joe, it was, you know, the winner of this game was uh, in the running for a national championship, or you couldn't, you couldn't win a championship without winning this game. And uh, – there's been, you know, that was a part of the big three deal. If you won the state of Florida, you, you can win a national championship. And, you know, I appreciate all the effort that went into it. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's still a, it's a big, big deal. And both of both universities are doing everything they can to get it back to where it's could actually be the biggest deal in, in, in all of college football. We'll hope to see that that day happens. And I'm excited about the fall game. I, I will tell you, uh, if you haven't seen Florida State play, uh, they're, they're a darn good football team. They got three losses, but you know it's against Clemson and North Carolina State, and a, and a very good Wake Forest team. And I think Miami learned a lot about Miami on Saturday. Uh, I I personally enjoyed that game. I, I, I enjoyed the battle. I enjoyed. Uh, mistake-free football for the most part of Miami. I think only three penalties, Joe. You can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, no turnovers, no giveaways after eight. And I enjoyed it. And I, I going into overtime, I mean, every single snap mattered. And, and Miami pulled it off. And they learned a lot. They really did. I think they, I think they got better. I think they, got be- uh, they became a better football team. And then they and then they became a better team. I had they had won a couple games earlier in the year, of course, and I'd seen them in the locker room with that, and seen them in the locker room with Virginia Tech. But it was not it was not quite like it was after Virginia. And uh, I think they're starting to come together, and it's going to be it's going to be an outstanding football game. Uh, between 1983 and 2002. The winner of the Miami-Florida State game won the national championship seven times and played for it three other times. So that's pretty strong. I remember Coach Bowden and Coach Nellenberger going to the Fifth Street Gym uh, on Miami Beach and and taking a picture posing with boxing gloves promoting Miami and Florida State. I think that was for the 1980 game, which turned out to be a slugfest. So, yeah, certainly this game – has uh, carried uh, a tremendous amount of importance through the years. Uh, in terms of Saturday's game, I think there was also a lot of patience in that game. Miami punted the ball away, so did Virginia. Miami was at midfield many times and took the option of, we'll punt it, we'll put the defense back out there, and we'll just see who breaks first. And so I think uh, hopefully it's a game that maybe, I don't know if, they, if it's a game that turns the corner for this group of kids or not, but it uh, I do buy into what uh, Mario Cristobal said about this team having to face some adversity. I think that and and have some success with it. So I think that is important going into this Florida State game because Miami and Florida State always gives you adversity. Yeah, that's that's the middle name. You know, the middle name of this this rivalry is, is adversity, and 
you know, they did handle adversity, and they've handled a lot. They've handled a lot more. Miami's handled a lot more adversity this year than anybody wants to really give them credit for or talk about. Um, I think, you know, as far as last week's ball game again, you know, you've, we found found a right guard uh, for Miami at, and, and as Cooper and and Joe. He's, um, I mean, you heard me talk about him in training camp and in the spring, and uh, he's he's he is a specimen, and he's uh, he, he brought an entire new energy. Uh, to the to the offensive line and the running game, and uh, we, Coach Chris Ball and Coach Mirabal did a phenomenal job unearthing him as a three star player that, that was four hundred pounds as a <laughs> as a senior, and uh, and they've trimmed him. Down, he's trimmed down. Uh, he's, he's listed at three thirty five. I think he left that a long time ago. I think he's somewhere in between. You know, somewhere pushing 350 I would imagine but he moves he was not uh, intimidated in the ball game and he's gonna he gets through this one okay we might have a a guy that's going to be some kind of special player down the road because this this one right here tests you and uh, I'm glad he got hit under his belt you know game last week but there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to be tested this is going to be a different ball game for for Colby you know he's he's been successful and didn't have a whole lot of yards last week, but you know he, this is this is a different deal. And you ask anybody, the first Florida State game is uh, is something to remember. And then you know you got to you got to adjust quick because this will be, in my opinion, this will be uh, you know the fastest team uh, Miami's seen on defense. I think uh, you know Texas A&M had a lot of speed on offense. Florida State, from what I can see, has got a ton of speed, and especially at the linebacker position, defensive end spot. But uh, pretty, pretty similar defense to Texas A&M. Uh, this is not the game that you want to have a backup quarterback start, and Miami might uh, have that situation. And yeah. uh, I can remember, you know, Coach Rick was a backup quarterback uh, for you in the uh, I think that was the eighty-one game. Or the 82 game, 81 game? Uh, 82, 82 game. It was 82. 82 game. Yeah, 82 yeah. game. Gino uh, Toretta yeah. was a starter as a backup in the 89 game. That's a tough game for a backup no. now. Uh, Garcia, Jake Garcia made his first start against Virginia. We'll see how the week plays out uh, with, with Van Dyke and uh, whether or not he's able to go. It's way too early to tell. I will say this about, about Jake. Uh, he... It wasn't pretty, but he did bring, as Dabo Sweeney would say, he brought some guts to the game. Yes, and he, I'm glad he scored. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm glad for him. I'm glad for him. I'm glad for, for, for me and for you and for the head coach in that university. I'm glad he scored. You know, that's one of those deals where it's no, 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 no. Yes, congratulations. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, he had, he, he had his first start. And is it as good as he thought it would be? Probably not. But at the end of the day, he was the winning pitcher. And with that, he learned a lot. And I think there's a, a respect factor that you learn when it's your, after your first start. You know, you can be a backup and 
you can think it's going to be this or think it's going to be that but until you get in there and get your first start. And then glad he's got that under his belt. So if he's going on Saturday, he's going to have a, he's going to have another first start. You know, there's your first start in football and your first start against Florida state. And, um, they will, if he, if he thought Virginia was going to bring it and make it difficult, uh, this is a whole nother level. This yeah. this a whole nother level. They've, what you're going to be dealing with, and you know, at this stage of the game, Florida State's everybody everybody's deep into their season, so there's not a whole lot you can turn loose on somebody that they haven't seen. But I would imagine that that defensive side of the football, Florida State will find some way to to make it difficult on a, a first starter in the Florida State game and a second career start guy. Yeah, well, Robert Cooper and Fabian Lovett, uh, Lovett inside. And I think I have Josh Farmer and Jared Jackson to replace him. They really like this kid, Patrick Payton, who's uh, from Northwestern. Jared Verse is the kid that came in from Albany. He's a really good pass rusher, uh, four and a half sacks. Uh, Tatum Bethune, transfer from Central Florida, has done a nice job for them. Kalen Delocha, linebacker, can run like the wind. And then they've got... I don't know, seven guys that they're playing in the secondary uh, that are really uh, very effective players. But the guy that makes it go for him is Jordan Travis, who probably is the most improved player in the league. He's fast, he's slippery, and he uses every inch of real estate uh, and every blade of grass to escape. You know, I think I think you're right, Joe. He probably is the most um, improved player in the ACC. But I think also he might be the, one of the most underrated. I mean, he, when you think about him, now they've, they've armed him up with a little bit better offensive line. They've armed, they've armed him with uh, some big targets at the receiver spot. But let's not forget a year ago, thereabouts, you know, he had to march the field to win the football game for Florida State to beat Miami, and he did it. And he converted a converted a a big third down and a big fourth down that um, was a big challenge. And he, and he converted them, and he got it done. And uh, I think that he's a guy that is faster than you think and a guy that can throw it better than you think. And he's been there, I think this is his fifth year. He originally came over from Louisville, I believe. And um, he's a problem. And he's a, he's a problem with his feet, is it? But he's his interception ratio. I think he's what fourteen touchdowns and uh, three interceptions. He's he's fixed that. That was always his deal. Is that he would throw the pick last year, and he hadn't had to do it. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that they got a couple guys that can run the football, and as you mentioned, a couple of receivers that are pretty special too. Might come down to Florida State. Number one run offense in the league, 209 yards a game. Miami, the number three run defense in the league, 113 yards a game. Um, if you win that tug of war, you probably win the game. Yeah, you do. And, you know, that's a historic thing that's gone on in this um, in this game. And I, I really think that, especially after last week, Miami's defense, you know, with Coach, Coach Steele and Coach Strong and that group of guys, they really deserve – on the back of what was done last week. I mean, you know, it seems like every game, no matter what, 
there's always been, well, you should have, you could have, you would have. Why didn't you? What's this? What's that? These guys played, they played lights out. And I mean, you, you talk about no touchdowns and, you know, and, and, and the four game and four, four quarters and then four overtimes. And it just, they just, I think we saw, we saw it come together. And, but I think the defense, it's going to be another challenge. It's going to be a challenge every week from here on out. I mean, this is, this is do or die for Miami. Miami's working hard to get into a bowl game. And, you know, if they can win this football game, you know, that's, that'll take a, take another step in, in the confidence side of it. And uh, it's going to be interesting. I, I really, as you know, more than anybody on earth, I mean, I'm, I really like this ma- this game every single year, but I'm looking forward to, to it, uh, especially this time. And it'd be fun to watch these young men run through the smoke and, get that thing rolling because uh it's a special ball game for both universities seminoles a seven and seven and a half point favorite we'll be on the air at 3 30 in the afternoon kickoff is at 7 30 from hard rock stadium so we hope we uh see a big crowd out there for this one i'm sure we will and uh should be a lot of fun i'll see you in the practice field on wednesday yes you will sir enjoy your evening all right, thank you very much, Don Bailey Jr. Still to come on our show, we'll talk University of Miami basketball. A week from tonight, we'll be getting ready to tip it off between uh, Miami and Lafayette, 7.30 tip-off, one week from tonight. So when we come back, we will talk with University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega. Also, James Bates on the show. Uh, Bates had Miami's had the last three Miami games uh, on television, and he's got another one coming up against Georgia Tech. So we'll talk with Bates about what he sees in Miami and what he sees Uh, for Miami's future and also the ACC as well. So that's all coming up in hour number two on Halloween. If you're getting ready to go out and uh, to trick-or-treat with the kids, take it easy, be safe, and all of those things, and take the radio with with you and uh, listen in as Coach L joins the show coming up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.